What's up, guys? Devin here. Just wanted to give you a little intro to this week's podcast. We do apologize. We know it's been a few weeks since we released a new episode. We've had a lot of shows, a lot of travel this summer, more than more than we, we have had in a few years. It's, uh, you know, we're a little bit busier uh, this year, which is good. I mean, we've had a lot of cool Is For Lovers festivals, a lot of club shows. We just got back from the Northeast. And we got more uh, announcements coming up here in the next couple of weeks uh, for November, December. So be on the lookout for that. But what we were able to do, uh, since we didn't get new episodes out, was we put some of the part dues out for you guys, for the general public, which, you know, to be totally honest, is kind of special because those are Emeryland exclusive. The behind the scenes, deep, dark secrets of Emery and, you know, and our friends and all that. So we are glad that we were able to share a little bit of that with you guys because they are special. They get those every single week in Emeryland. And so that leads me to my next point. If you'd like to join Emeryland, you get the podcast every week. You get an extra episode, a whole hour of us just being goofy idiots talking about whatever and just hanging out, some behind-the-scenes stuff, telling stories, uh, a little bit more about music and things like that, too, at times. So, you know, you can sign up for Emeryland and you get to hear some of those extra podcast episodes, not to mention uh, new music as soon as we're done with it. Like a few months ago, we released a whole handful, I mean, probably 13, 14, 15 demos that we made earlier this year. We gave those basically straight to Emeryland so they could hear like these really raw, unfinished songs that we're working on for the next album. Not to mention you'll get the new album as soon as it's done, months before the public, months before we release it. Uh, you get instant access to Part due, all the Emery video specials, audio downloads, exclusive music that we don't put out, even lots of uh, EPs that we put over the years. Uh, and also you get free pre-show tickets. So what we've been doing this year for In Shallow Seas We Sail is we've been having a pre-show that we play while Broken Hearts Prevail, the EP, in in its entirety, acoustic. And so that's been really cool. Um, and the Emeryland folks get those for free. And that's a $40 value. That's a $40 ticket if you're not in Emeryland. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, you also get 20% off everything at emerymusic.com. Uh, all merch, all, all vinyl, everything. You get songs and stories tickets 20% off. And also you get custom songs 20% off, which is pretty awesome because we are actually selling custom songs right now for christmas um you know whether you you want to buy a special gift for your spouse or your kids or your parents or friend brother sister whatever the case might be we can write those for you and i promise you promise you it'll be one of the best gifts they've ever gotten not just because we not because we're writing the song but because we make it so personalized and we put so much thought and effort into the lyrics that we're writing uh, based on the information you give us and the names and the details and the special memories we've tried to put as much of that in the song as possible that it really really hits hits a chord with with everyone we've only had positive feedback from the custom songs over the past probably five years now we've written well over 200 songs now it's pretty crazy but those are on sale right now uh, we can only take so many in order to get them all done in time for christmas but if you want it just go to our website you can purchase it we will get it done in time for christmas or not not just christmas we can do it for birthdays or anniversaries or just a special occasion whatever the case might be we have got you covered 
So go check that out. And if you want to buy those, you can do that now. Um, also, if you just want to support us because you like our music or you listen to the podcast, you can go to, we have a, tip, a link to our tip jar in the description and you know, we're not asking for handouts. We're just, we like to make content. We like to be creative. We like to be a part of the community with what we do and what we make. And so we hope that you like it too. So feel free to support us in that way as well. And again, uh, we appreciate you listening and we're so glad to be back making a new episode this week. Hope you enjoy it. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Did you have some good kids today? Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, I did. It was really interesting. I have some real thoughts about this that I want to talk about it carefully, but it was well, very You're it, always a, careful it, with what you say. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But I, okay. So today I get to the school and they don't ever tell you anything. They just go, go to this class, right? You know what I mean? Like it's not. There's nothing that's like, oh, wow, this is uh, what you're supposed to do. And here you go. And let me explain this. Now, the teachers, it's up to the teachers. And eventually I found in the room the lesson I was supposed to teach about 10 minutes into the class. It was sitting over <laughs> on this desk that I just didn't see. It was some paperwork, you know, and she told me what I was supposed to do, which was is a kindergarten class. And the, the lesson today was to uh, draw in the lines. Like color in the mm -hmm. lines. So I talked about it a little bit. Like, I mean, you walk into this class and like it, it's a little unfair because I have no idea what I'm teaching. And then I get to the class and immediately need to teach. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like where you have 10 minutes to plan it out. Like you don't get any. Right. So, um, I finally figured it out and I'm just telling them, I was like, listen, uh, you know, I said, uh, the main thing about coloring in the lines is, and I started going, doing my hand like this back and forth real fast on a piece of paper. They were like, oh, you're scribbling. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. I said, you don't want to totally scribble. And also, am I going slow? And they were like, no. And I said, so what am I doing? They said, well, you're going fast. And I was like, yep. I said, if you go too fast. Then you color outside the lines. And I said, you know, maybe one day you're going to want to be an artist or, and these lines are going to be really important. And they, you know, like five of them said, I'm an artist immediately. You know, they're just five or six years old again. Anyway, I start to realize some things about this class. One, no joke. 10 of the kids are wearing over the ear headphones, not plugged in. And I was like, this is interesting, right? In like, kindergarten? What? Yes. Wow. <clears throat> they had over the ear, just like I'm wearing right now, over the, uh, all of us are wearing right now, over the ear headphones, not plugged in. And I realized that some of them had some 
mental and developmental issues, right? Some of them, but the others, I was just talking to them and they seemed, you know, like we were having good communication. The ones with mental and developmental issues were like, they were struggling like with uh, immediate anger. If they were frustrated, like with coloring, they got mad or when they had to put something in their backpack and it didn't fit immediately. They just like really got, that's the depth of what I know of them. Mm -hmm. They just immediately got angry or couldn't control their emotions with the thing not working for them. And I was like, Whoa, this is really interesting. Like this is kindergartners. And have we entered, like my first thought was a little bit of, you know, that conspiracy theory thought of, have we, you know, done stuff so much that now our kids are like, they can't handle what is coming. Like they have to have headphones on. Or they have to do, you know, and I'm just speculating here. This isn't an indictment on the class, but it is for sure something I noticed that I was like, whoa, because it was every race in this classroom, every race. It was really multicultural, uh, very diverse. And across the board, all of the these little kindergartners had headphones on, and I was like, Oh, we might have fucked up everything. Like maybe whatever we're eating, whatever we're doing, whatever uh iPads we're giving kids or whatever, they might be in real trouble. And I had that real thought. And I might be completely wrong. I might be a m- obnoxious, absurd thing for me to say. But this was the first time where I was like, wait a minute, these are kindergartners, and this is kind of scary. They can't handle the world now. Like well, I don't know what they're going to, you know what I mean? Like it, the world is too much for them at this moment. And it's probably too much for me and everybody anyway. So I was like, wow, this is just so crazy. And then I guess you want me to take it the next step. I don't even really want to, but <laughs> <laughs> of course you want to, no, I don't want to, I don't really want to say what I'm about to say. I had a long conversation with my girlfriend about this, but we, I send off at the end of the day, um, I send off the, let's see what is bus riders. And then there's an after school program that the kids go to. And then I ha- I'm left with the car riders mm. and I'm supposed to take the car riders out the door. Um, and then have them, we were supposed to find a orange cone that says kindergarten on it, but there was no orange cone of course. And so basically we go outside into the grass and sit under a tree while their parents pull up in their cars to come pick them up. And it's kind of a beautiful moment. So my first reaction is this is really beautiful. Maybe (laughs) this sounds like I'm stretching here. Heaven like, because it is the most multicultural diverse group of people sitting on the lawn that you can imagine. I mean, everything. I mean, there is every race is represented almost equally. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, is this what heaven will be like? And everybody's like kind of joyful and getting along. And I will say this as well. There was very men. There were several staff like, the most I've ever seen staff 
of gender diverse people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like presenting a, as whatever gender they wanted to present as. And it, I mean, and there was uh, a lot of different uh, orientations within the staff, right? And the kids are just, they're, everyone's hugging each other goodbye. And it really feels like a moment of heaven in a way where I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like everybody's like getting along and they're going home and everybody's happy and they had a good day. And it is just the most diverse group of people that you can imagine. I mean, trans women, trans men, uh, gay men, gay women, just, I mean, just, uh, straight heterosexual people, um, white black asian indian i mean everything is in the on this lawn and i was like this is just it is beautiful right and then my southern conservative christian voice pops up <laughs> what did it say we started saying <laughs> is this what it look appears to be you know what I mean? Like, like, what does this mean? What are they actually teaching these kids? What does this look like? And I had to kind of fight against that. But at the same time, also felt like what is, because we live on earth, what is the agenda here? You know what I mean? Like, what is the agenda? Because regardless of what you want to think, we do live on an earth. We're not in heaven. And people have agendas, even if they don't realize they have agendas. And I and I just started thinking. I was like, "What, what are all the things in the classroom?" Like I just taught color in the lines, but what else is being taught that's not maybe even being said? Or what? What does that look like? What? How? How amazing and wonderful is it? What else could it be too? And so my brain just started thinking all of these things, and I started going into the idea. And this is what I told my girlfriend. I was like, you know, um, when I was in elementary school the teachers were very Christian, blatantly Christian, right? They went to the churches that people went to. And, mm-hmm. and I think that fucked me up. I, at this point in my life, I believe adults that I trusted being so certain about what God is, who he is, why he is, and who are the good guys and who are the bad guys really actually fucked me up more than I, I realized. Now, I'm not going into even trauma from that. I think those people had good intentions and I'm trying to work through some of that stuff now. But if those good people who were trying to lead people to God and righteousness and health and eternal good actually fuck me up, what's happening here at the <laughs> school that I'm at right now? What are, what are, because uh, these yeah. are just people. I see. I that mean, point. they, they these are just people, and I'm not. They don't. They're not doing anything bad. It's they're just your living point their life. Is that you you received indoctrination. Yes, no doubt about it. Right, and that is pretty much all. There's always that whatever the cultural forces are, it's always that's always occurring on some level in some ways for whatever it is that people are. Yes, animated about. Oh, yeah. They have everybody has that yes. same thing and everybody 
everybody knows children are moldable and it matters. Everybody knows that. There's no doubt about it. Everybody knows that. It's like the most thing you know. If anybody cares about anything and they have access to children, there's there's, – you you can't (laughs) deny the the generalities of that. Right. And in 1984 or 1991 in rural South Carolina – yeah. It just it was what it was. Right. And harmful in some ways and maybe good in other ways. So that would also likely be true now and it might be different true if you live in Texas or in Seattle. But either way, right. That's what's happening. I know. Right. And and yeah. that's what I thought I was like, "Oh man, religion is here. Religion you almost can't escape it. Like it is the thing that is what you want like you actually don't want jesus you want religion you actually don't want maybe even have to be careful with my words here you might not want you might want something that's not socially or culturally normative because it it's a religion too the the culture is a religion Opposite mm-hmm. of cultures or religion. Like, it's just everything is so easily a biased opinion that is being told to everyone. And you have to just pick sides rather but than. That's all there is, is in, on some level, right? Like, what else could well, there be? What other no, way could it anything no, ever be? Because uh, everyone's human hope is that it would be. You, People could be good. That there could be a real hero. That there could be somebody that wants the best for you. Like your parents want the best for you, is, not but, just their DNA and their what they think is right and wrong, but that they want you to be a human and decide for yourself. And nobody gets to decide for themselves. Well, I thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that, it's the intersection of decide for yourself versus <clears> people <throat> thinking they know what's best for you. Yeah. But the, even the people that think they know what's best for you want what's best for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I don't think schools, people, even people with agendas, I don't think their agenda is cause harm to children. I don't think that's anybody's agenda. No, of course zero. Not. Yeah. I, I don't think church is agenda. <laughs> that's what I mean. I don't children. think. But the people that do no harm one to is. children are not right. trying to. They're trying to do what is good. Yeah, I mean, Hitler thought he was right. 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 Yeah. They're the most horrific murderer, killer, awful person ever. Thought I'm doing something to do good. Most of the people that were Nazis were probably animated by doing good by their children. That right with the values right. they had. Right, that was the, definitely their idea. They're fooled. It was wrong, yeah. but they didn't yeah. know it. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I even thought after while I was sitting out there because here's it was so crazy because I was like, this is beautiful. This is just beautiful. Like I mean, I like a trans woman just like hugging this little kid that was a minority and also the little white girl and also the little white boy and then also the little black boy and the, i mean like like this moment where i was like whoa everybody here's like oh we're all in this together at this elementary school this elementary school we're all trying to learn and do stuff and i was like this is the most beautiful thing in the world and then i thought what else is happening and and i might have been wrong about that but i just was and i it made me immediately think back to the lesson today was color in the lines 
And my favorite picture was the kid that didn't color in the lines. Just didn't, couldn't at all. Just couldn't at all. And there's these jagged edges way outside the lines of this flower. There's these big, thick lines, just big, thick black lines that made this flower. And all he had to do was color in those big, thick black lines, color within them. And he couldn't do it. And I had to go, I went by and was like, well, you, you know, you got to slow down. You're not coloring in the lines, but his was my favorite. It was the most fun, goofy, craziest thing because everybody else is just doing what they were told. And, oh, this is what art is. Oh, uh, or good coloring is doing this. And I was like, well, that's just not true. The, the better answer is color however you want. And then you'll realize if you want to color in the lines or not. You know what I mean? Like no one colored in the lines until somebody after all of this different <clears throat> drawings on cave walls and all this stuff was like, oh, wait, if you color in the lines, it helps you do this, this or this. But it doesn't help you make art. It just helps you color in the lines. And then and that, and so then I was standing out there going, that's what I want to do. I, all I've ever been taught is to color in the lines. So my natural inclination is to stay in the lines. But. I can stand here now after not staying in the lines with my Christianity, with my faith, with bad Christian podcasts, all this stuff and go, wait a minute. I can look at this, uh, you know, objectively and think about it as good and maybe not good. And that's all I want to be. I want to be right there in the middle where I don't want to go, Oh, this is the best school that could ever be because and I don't want to be, oh, no, the school is dangerous to our children because I'm like right in the middle at this point in my life, which makes me feel really good about myself, makes me feel proud of myself that I'm like, oh, this might be both <clears throat> or one or the other. And that's OK. And I'll figure it out. Like maybe it's the most beautiful school ever. Maybe it's the most dangerous school ever. I don't think either right now. I'm right in the middle where I'm seeing both possibilities and maybe this is where if people were there maybe it would even be better but i'm here i really am like i don't i don't have any fear of trans uh men or women teaching my kids i just don't have a fear of it i don't have a fear now also a trans man or woman <laughs> teaching my kids could possibly have an agenda the same as the christian lady who was the nicest, sweetest lady that played the organ at church that taught at our school might have an agenda. They don't, that doesn't mean bad. It doesn't mean they're evil or they're wrong or they're trying to indoctrinate anybody, but they probably have some thoughts about things and those things come out naturally. You know what I mean? So oh, I'm yeah. aware of that too. You know what I mean? Like to me personally, I think there's a way smaller percentage of gay people and trans people than what is people are saying right now. I just think that's just, numbers wise to me it feels that feels right and i'm good with that i'm not good with people appropriating trans so that they can be different i don't think that's good same way as people appropriating other minorities or whatever i don't you know what i mean like if people are appropriating trans and saying i'm trans just to be different that feels really wrong to the trans community and i don't know if people are doing that or not but i'm just saying i don't think that would be a good thing um but also in this instance, I felt really good that all these people were here on this lawn. And 15 years ago, I would have been devastated. 
I would have been like, oh no. <laughs> I would have think I would have thought evil, pure evil and awful. You know what I mean? Like sin, 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 sin. And instead I thought this is beautiful. This is amazing. Also, I still thought, what, what is it? Anyway, that's yeah. a lot. You took it. You took it there. I took it there, guys. Yeah. Early on and quick. I did. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's I had an interaction. The, that's the job of a substitute. It is. It's the <laughs> job. <laughs> like, how many substitutes do you think, besides Toby, would have had that train of thought? None. Today? I mean, none. Near, near zero. I know. But there's somebody out there, probably wild like you. Yeah. Just that's why. It's a dangerous white man. Interaction. It's a, just a dangerous white man. I had a, uh, Remy had like a little short field trip today to the local putt putt place. <clears throat> so me and Megan went. In Champagne? No, no, no. There's a little place in Monticello. It's, it's not a putt putt place in Yeah, but Monticello. it's not very good. This guy who owned like a, <laughs> he owns some kind of dojo or something. He just <laughs> made one for the community. Wow. He basically just. For free? Barely charges anybody. Yeah. But it's not good at all. I mean, it's like concrete. You know I mean? You can't, the ball just won't stop. Right. <laughs> the ball just never stops moving. Just goes. Yeah. And so, uh, but anyway, they came today and we we met them there. Yeah. And uh, we, me and Megan were kind of helping with Remy and two other boys. And it was just so funny because I was like, Similar to your experience, it's just I thought these five-year-old kids, they don't know anything. Right. <laughs> like Nothing. it felt like they, I mean, they're barely alive. Right. You know what I mean? Taking care, like they're not much different than a baby. Yeah. They don't know what to do. So right. it's, and all these kids are just acting like, you know, they don't know how to do something that I, that I think is normal for a kid right. to know how to do, like hold a golf club. Right. Or, you know, whatever, hit, just hit the ball. Yeah. It's like not even close. Can't. Most, most of them can't even figure that out. Right. So I was just appalled today. <laughs> today I was just like, what is happening with these kids that they don't know anything? I mean, it was fun, like, just to be there with Remy and stuff. But the whole time I was thinking, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Are you I don't thinking, know why. like, their parents are bad? No, I don't think their parents are bad. I think they're sweet kids. Yeah. But it just felt like maybe, I mean, I don't think Remy's way more mature or anything like that. I think he's whatever he is. But it just felt like my interaction right. with him was so much different than my interaction with other kids. I was like. This doesn't seem right to me, but it was fun. I thought the same thing. I thought it was interesting. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was so sweet. Like all the kids in this class that I taught, like hugged each other and kind of like loved each other. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, wow, this is really sweet. And I know that changes it after kindergarten pretty quickly. Did you but, by any chance but, accidentally take uh, MDMA before you were substitute today? <laughs> no. Did you take no. Molly or something? Like ecstasy. <laughs> no. Acid something. Yeah. yeah. So just, but he was just in there tripping. 
But I just thought, I, I really did think, I was like, have we fed our kids nuggets with bad stuff in it? You know, like, is there, are there preservatives and red color ring food dye and all this? And like, have Does we make really... them have sensory issues and go trans? No, <laughs> not trans, but sensory issues, maybe. But like, the, have we done something to these kids where they have to wear headphones just to even be around? And what does that mean? What does that look like? Like, what will the interaction be three generations from now with humans? You know what I mean? Because it used to be there was no phones or anything, so you had to interact with people. What is three generations person. from now? Like that was the I mean, that's the people that how long until the kindergartners are three generations from now? Yeah, I mean it's is their grandkids, like right? Is that in like years or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Would, I don't know what length that is. That's six. You talking about fifty? Probably sixty years. years. Right? A little bit more than that, right? Like the kindergartners, like our kids, grandkids. I'm thinking yeah, like older. Maybe let's see, older. it's 2024. Think about the year 2190. Nobody can think about that year. 2190. There's not There's a no human way to who think, can think about that year. I know. Not what I can. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. But you actually have no idea. Yeah, I don't think. I like, mean, you I, can I, think about it. But I'm saying, you I, 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 well, no well, my thought is, I don't, I don't know how those humans cool. will interact with each other or make things or do things. It, well, we, uh, we're probably in a big, big, big transformation. Yes. <laughs> I think that's guess. what's happening. That three generations won't. I don't think the things we think and talk yeah. about today will apply. Exactly, but it could be. I mean, there's a lot of ways it could go, but it just it seems that the it, all of the types of diversity that are um, coming into focus are um, really just like I had kids that got, went to the zoo camp, and it was these. I, I was seen as this other generation. It was like the Gen. What is it? Z. Is the Z the kid, people who are 18 or 19 now? Is that Z? Probably. Probably. Well, it was like they have like 40 I think it's Z counselors. Or, or are they? It was like 40 counselors at the zoo camp, whatever. And it was, you know, it was, there's no way I could have, like, it, it was, no, I had no idea what any of their genders were. No yeah. idea. Any of them. Like at this particular, and I, and I was like, and it just, it really, felt it just kind of feels to me that all of that is a is at least a generational expression of we don't care about the categories and it doesn't matter we're just right. doing we're just going outside the lines to use your metaphor that that's and that's the statement it's not that it's a this or that or anything. it's just like right. these things don't matter if we yeah. you know what i mean it was like it's, but it, i mean it, like they're all each doing their own social thing but the, right. oh, if you zoom out, it just seems like it's just we are breaking the containers now at, because right. we need to break all the containers because we're going somewhere crazy. So just you got to relax all the boundaries now because where yeah. we go next is going to be way crazier than <clears throat> that is kind of the yep. way it feels to me. So that's yeah. just a, this is a warm up to, you know, I mean, it's not just because it's going to be this agenda. Or the left. It's not like that. It's just like the technology driven world that we're in is going to change so much that, it, that everybody's just anxious to break all the way out 
of everything. I was, so everything I was thinking, goes, you know. I was thinking the day that we've been fed a lot of individuality and that the individual matters. And that's what I feel like everybody thinks now, like the influencer is a singular influencer that causes something to happen. You know what I mean? Like there's nobody like the Kardashians. You know what I mean? There's nobody um, like whoever sports athlete, LeBron James, you know what I mean? Like it's all about being the individual and solo. And the only way humans exist are collectively. And so I think the individual idea, which is Ayn Rand, basically that you're an individual and you choose, I think is bullshit because it's all based on being individual because there is a collective group. Mm -hmm. The only way you even know you're an individual is because there's a collective group that actually does matter. The family does matter. The nation does matter. The land that you're on and the people that believe in it and want it matters. And so I'm, I think everybody's bought into this idea that the individual can rise and be something mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and, and honestly, I even think this is probably what Jesus was saying is you actually don't matter. The collective does, which it would also fit into this, this same stream is, uh, living in a simulation that your individuality doesn't matter, but you as a part of the whole really okay. does. Yeah. And I, I think that's what we're struggling with right now, that everybody thinks that and they're wrong. Like you don't matter. God, and it's we, okay. It's just way over. Like it happened. Like, you know, the human history has all this collectivist kind of things where it was like, it, you know, human history was these more collectivist and it became more individualistic. Yeah. And then we've gone so far there because it, it's, we've just gone way over the edge there because it feels like you, it's almost maybe a trick of true power to the, it's like a myth that the individual is something like the American dream. Yeah. Like you can become the billionaire and a couple of freaks did or whatever, like right. a few thousand freakos became self-made billionaires or whatever like but that's not that's not mo mostly by thinking you are an individual you are disempowered yeah you're disem you're yeah, control right. you, you can't do any because everybody knows a thousand unified people can do anything 10 right. unified people can just just do anything like yeah. if 10 students in your class decided something was going to happen it's going to happen and you it's won't going stop to happen. it Right. Doesn't matter if they're third graders, like right. if they were really unified as a collective. Right. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. And if it a whole, mm -hmm. you know, you, they could overthrow Putin in a day if they could coordinate right. instantly, like no yeah. problem whatsoever if they could coordinate. You know, so that oh, be an individual, get yours, become a yeah. you know cutthroat on all your neighbors to get yours. Like that, that's just keeps you controllable at the end of the yeah. day because then you're weak. Yeah, you're right. Like the individual. Is controllable because it has no power. Isolate has nothing, right? But if, and but, if you give them everything, oh, I have, you, you know, you have your right. what? You have all your luxuries, <laughs> right? Right. It's it's crazy because you're right. Like, I think people just miss that point that you do join. Like, I've thought about it before. 
uh, or just recently, I guess, rather. Like, what were we talking about? Like, uh, I think on tour we were talking about the possibility of could um, a group of people just, like, stop paying their taxes. You know what I mean? Like, could a state right. just yeah, stop yeah, take, yeah, paying yeah. the tax? Like, Texas goes, if the governor of Texas goes, you do, Texans, you don't have to play, pay um, federal income tax if you just stand right now. We're not going to allow this to happen. And I think people might would buy into that. And so we're probably close to that. I think Whoever we're probably close unify, to something. Coordinate people is going to have power. But it is the unify thing. That is, what is, right, that is what is right, important. Right. Whatever unifies. Is, right, yeah. is Which is why religion is so dangerous. Right. Religion and populism are Because it dangerous. gathers people under this false pretense of good. And actually, it oftentimes right. is the leader wanting right. something. Or to coordinate the most people it has to be shallow and silly and probably wrong. Right. So that's what's going right. to happen next. Yeah. You may take my life, but, but you will never take, take my freedom. That was so incredible when they first showed that. When I you know. first saw that. I oh, know. man, that was good. That speech. I'm going to look it up right now. I might have. Let me think if I have it memorized. No, I don't. Yeah. Do you remember how it what starts? Do you, what can you remember from William Wallace? <sighs> Shoot. I used to have it. <clears throat> I got. I'm, I'm kind of going backwards here, you know. I got to kind of rewind. All right, let me think. Hey. Movie speech from Braveheart. I've got it pulled up. You want me to read it? Yeah. Give him a line. Give, him a line. give me a cue, real quick. Cue him up. Let's see here. Well, let me read the. Let's see. Okay, so this is. I'm reading the exact like script. Well, give me the cue first. Just give him a cue. Sons of Scotland, I am William William Wallace. Yes, let's, let's yes, yes. I've more. heard. Oh, let's see. Wallace goes. Yes, I've heard. Uh, uh, the young soldier goes. William Wallace is seven feet tall, and he goes. Yep. Yes, I've heard. I kills men by the hundreds, and if he were, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts and lightning bolts from his, from his ass. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen. Countrymen. Here. Yep. Yep. In defiance of tyranny, you have come to fight as free men, and free men, free you, men are. you are. Yep. What would you do without freedom? Will you fight? And then a veteran soldier soldier goes, "Fight against that? No, we will run, and we will live. You will run. You will live. You will live." Yep. For a, for, for, a while. for a while, yeah, because for a while. Yeah. I fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. You'll live at least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade True. all the days from this day, uh, from this day to that, that for, for one just, chance, just, just one chance. chance, to come back here? And tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. That's so good. Forever. I know. Man, that's good. That's a line. Whoever wrote that, watch that again. I know, I do too. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to come back here? 
and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Wow. That's crazy. That's like, get, you know, when coaches and players give sports teams a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a talk. Yeah. But his is to warriors over their lives. It's, right. You know what I mean? It goes yeah. from playing an intense, hard football game to life or death. That's the yeah. intensity of the speech. Right. It's just insane. And that was Mel Gibson, who is a scourge on society. <laughs> <laughs> right. I still like him. I can't help it. He made yeah. great movies. Yeah. Like the Patriots. Does he not? Yeah, but come on. Oh, man. Ransom. Apocalypto. Oh, Apocalypto. My that movie's so that's good. My one, that's my favorite Mel Gibson. <clears throat> movie he's not he did the lethal weapons but Uh what did he do direct apocalypto write it yeah he directed it yeah that was awesome here's two minutes of this we gotta listen to it you ready you can probably change your sound to natural sound or whatever you gotta do yeah fix your sound oh shit what the (laughs) fuck this is so i gotta change it (laughs) original sound musicians on or off on Uh, on just yeah Okay, fuck. Are you ready? To join it, you give homage. I give homage to Scotland. Can y'all hear it? And this is your yep. army. Why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. <laughs> oh, the English are too many. Faces all painted blue. So awesome. Is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? fucking gibson but now i got it in my mind the speech and uh the president gives an independence day oh my (laughs) god because that's worse than you the enemy is uh, is, you know what i mean the stakes are even higher 
I don't remember what it is, but that's what comes what, to mind. That's a good uh, category to think about with movies. Like, what are the best speeches? You know what I mean? Of There's all, got to be one in Gladiator. In Gladiator's got to have one, and definitely the president's speech in Independence Day is one. Yeah, yeah. I found it. You ready for it? Um. Yeah. What is it? Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is if you have to save the world. Here we go. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps this is fate that today is the 4th of July. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. that's good wow i don't know which one's better guys that one got me that's a good one okay i I got a couple more good ones all right let me look them up there there might be one in gladiator there i think there's one in troy Ooh, troy that kind of scratches the same itch for me but um here's a really really good one okay slightly different turn the samuel l jackson speech in deep blue sea (laughs) <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about? You're, you're, yes. That one is hilarious. <laughs> that is very funny. Because you know what happens, it. right? It's like, <clears throat> that's the, yeah, that's the yeah. coolest thing about that movie. Are you ready for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I got to get rid of the commercials. Hold on. The commercials are happening right now. And, and, and I'm sure me. there's just a hundred. Every sports movie probably has one of these. There's probably one Rudy in every oh. sports movie. And, oh, the Rudy. Remember the movies. Titans probably. All those have probably speeches, you know. Oh, Rudy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, y'all ready for Samuel L. Jackson? Mm-hmm. You think water's fast? You should see ice. It moves like it has a mind. It's the same tone in all these Like speeches. it knows it killed the world once. It got a taste for murder. When the avalanche came. Took us a week to climb out. And somewhere, we lost hope. Now, I don't know exactly when we turned on each other. I just know that seven of us survived the slide, and only five made it out. He was probably 60 when he did. Now, we took an oath, and I'm breaking down. It is 50s at least. Swore that we say it was the snow that killed the other two. But it wasn't. Nature can be lethal. But it doesn't hold a candle to man. Now you've seen how bad things can get and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here. First, we're going to seal off this city. 
That's so amazing. That's the Immediately best. Immediately eaten by a shark. Yeah, I got one. Can, I they got one. knew what they were doing. That was, right. that was good. I got one. That was a good one, one more. Can I do one more? Yeah, I'm ready. There's probably, I think there's several throughout this series of movies okay. that are really great. I know which one you're going to say. That are really great. Yeah, everybody but knows I'm gonna, what you're going to say. But I'm going to go with one that really got me. The speech from Rocky mm -hmm. to his son yeah. in Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Oh, that. I thought you'd go Rocky Four is the most well, iconic. Rocky Four, that's what I'm saying. There could be that's multiple. That's the most of the that one. What's the what's the one That's the one son? to Russia. That's the one yeah, to, yeah, to that's Russia. The, that's the, the you know the cartoon. The one to his son is just good too. It's just really I thought good. that was the one I thought that was the one to his son. That's not the one you want. Yeah, which one not, four, the, I don't not in four. No, the one in Rocky four is the one where he says, you know, that that's the yeah. Listen to this one. This one's good. So you're going through with this. Okay. Yeah, I start training tomorrow. Fair enough. I made some connections. They're scared to death. You don't look scared? Well, you ain't supposed to. Then you don't have to do it. Yeah, well, I Fine. think I do. You know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is going to be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why? You got a lot going on, kid. Oh, well, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself, and this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only going to end up bad for you, and it's going to end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. It's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm going to be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't going to believe this. Well, you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching you. Every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. God. I'm always going to love you no matter what. 
No matter what happens, you're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Then they do the music, and it's just fuck. That's good. Wow. <sighs> That's a coward. That ain't you. Oh wow! Because Rocky never really gets mad, you know, when he's talking to anybody. Oh. You know I mean, that's like the one time Rocky actually kind of yells at somebody. He, he might yell at Creed, maybe in Creed Two. I'm not sure, but wow, these speeches, movie speeches. That's a good, like that's best real good. best movie speech ever. There's so many. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, we went over some of the top ones right now. I mean, we just did it. There's there's so there's many we're not thinking of. Yeah. There's so many we're just not thinking of. But it's good. You know there's going to be a Gladiator 2? I heard really? I heard about that. All right, I typed in Gladiator speech. What is it? He says... All right, here we go. What is it? it? <laughs> I wish I could remember what the topic is or the scene. He reveal himself and tell us what we were doing. My name is Maxwell. You do have a name. My name is Gladiator. How dare you show your back to me? Slave! Remove your helmet and tell me your name. a great movie great movie we gotta do a movie podcast man we've been talking about it forever but i know i don't know it's hard to even do this one you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) okay if you could all right we got a couple more minutes here if off the top of your head i'm gonna give you matt you went through something really serious with your preschool, right? Mm-hmm. You're in front of the preschool right now, and you're trying mm-hmm. to get them to rally mm-hmm. because you think things are <laughs> going wrong with the preschool. That would have you're, to be a sentimental one about the children, you, though. <laughs> well, what would you say? What would you say? Oh, you're, sta- you're standing in front of, you know, 100 people right now, 65 people. <laughs> And you need them to rally. What is the thing that you say? I would, uh, <laughs> I would, I would base it on trying to make the adults remember when they were children. It would get really, yeah, that's good. You know what I'm saying? That's a good route. I, I like. Yeah. That. I don't have the lines right now, but that's how I would do it. Yeah, I would. I would make force that's them. I, I would inspire them to remember when they were children, and bring the house down. That would be the shape of the speech. 
What would be the call what, to what, action? What tone do you think you might use when you get into that part of the? Yeah, it would the be tone? one where Beach. it would be one where you escalated and then you took it down like emotional, like you cry. Yeah, and yeah. then okay. advocate, you know, advocate for or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and make them. Yeah. You know, I don't have the line, but yeah. All right, Devin. Oh man, yours is somewhere along the, the way. You forgot, you know, something. It would feel like that for a bit. Yeah. It would be about how you went on in your life, but then somewhere along the way, you forgot what it was like. Don't you remember when we were, you know, when you, when you looked at something like that? Man, I remember riding my bike right down this road right here. <laughs> Just keep getting a little bit more emotional. What's mine? Yours is, I was trying to think, it was either like, uh, I think it would be you're in the small town of Monticello. So it would be a speech to the swinger and, community. And they are. <laughs> it's Monticello. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're trying to tear down like one of the main buildings on the square. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, but, but fuck, this is, this building is amazing. And it's like, this kind of make, makes the town look great. And you're trying to, you know, you're standing in the square right now. There's mm -hmm. 45 people there. What do you tell them to keep them from tearing down this building? Yeah, what's the you know what approach? I mean? That's like meant everything <sighs> to your family and yeah. I mean, I think history. I pretty much have to. I have to go to family. Yeah, because their family, you know, right. lineages and stuff like that. Yeah, I would have to go. You know, um, Middle America farmer. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do you know, farmer. I got to do farmer, you know, the... Our grandfathers built this. Yes. Just like the after... And after plowing the thing, and yeah. after they did the harvest, then still built this. Yes. Yeah. Salt of the earth. selfish now. You know. For whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Salt of the earth, people. Yeah. You know. How many things don't matter anymore? How many right. things are going to continue to not matter anymore? Yeah. Maybe this one thing matters. It mattered yeah. enough to our grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears they poured into it, and we don't care. We're just going to we let, let them throw it, throw it away. We, if you let this go, what's the next thing you're going to let go? Does what, anything yeah. matter to you? In, if you does allow, anything yeah. at all? And history you, mean and anything? Your grandparents are all long gone now, and it's a good thing they are, because if they were here, they <laughs> And then I'm going to start naming names. I'm going to go, Janice, I remember you when your grandpa used to. Yeah. And then, <laughs> he used to deliver milk hey, to Debbie, my doorstep. You remember, hey, Debbie, you remember when we used to go up there to the store and do that? I'm, I, yeah. I mean, he's just reminiscing yeah. with people. They're, just, they're, like, they're all okay. starting to nod. One at a time, bit. they kind of back off. Yep. That would work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they back down. They back down one after the other. Man, it's because it's true. I, I mean, a speech yeah. does mean something. It does. It is. It's, it's a reason. Oh, it means you know something. I mean? Yeah. That's what that, I mean. They said that about Hitler. He was super charismatic and a great speech giver. It's absurd when you hear it, but to those people, it meant a lot. To so much so, they did something horrific. Did yeah. one of the most horrific things ever in the history of humanity. Yeah, the charisma is the danger there. Yeah. Right, <laughs> the charisma is the day. This works, but there's the, also the danger. It lies there within. What do you think Pastors, about like, when you, when you, when you hear that. that William Wallace speech? 
there's a legacy there, but the guy that said, yeah, we'll run, but we'll live. But they would live, have lived. I bet some of the best up, speeches you know I mean? were in yeah. small cults given by the leader. Oh, <laughs> you know, so, but you I mean, don't know man. them. You never heard them. I bet some of the best ones were there. But, I mean, but my point is, is what, was William Wallace actually wrong? What is it? What would have changed? Scotland would have been what? Just a part of your England? Or what? Like what was happening? I don't even remember what was happening. And I don't know who they were even fighting, but it wouldn't have been like the worst thing ever if they just got taken over and they lived. Right, it was, yeah. it was Scottish independence from England. Yeah, but I mean, it's just England. Yeah. Same as us, but I mean, if nobody would have fought England, England seems okay today, right? Like they're not. They don't. You don't think of England as one of the worst nations. You don't think of it like you do Russia. But we we had to North fight Korea. to get out from them too. No, no. But I'm saying, but you don't. You, you got to get that of, independence at some. But point. they're not like North Korea. Right. They're no. But you still got to get your independence. Yeah, but it would have been like eventually. I think they kind of imagined themselves being slaves to it, sort of like have no right. real freedom and just have to do whatever. Like a man could just take a woman and do whatever he wants with her. You know, like they, it was that kind of thing. I think maybe, but I mean, England seems to have done pretty good. They seem like a pretty they pretty cool now. Yeah, but the I mean, Scottish were second class to that, and not right. You know, but you like England better than Scotland. They had not done like this amazing thing. England's doing pretty good. At conquer. At yeah. Con <laughs> They're the best at conquer. All right, we're getting out of here. Y'all been good. Thanks for listening to all the speeches. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, the fuck? It's like a shitload of fucking speeches I had to listen to. This is the least 20 fucking minutes of speeches. Fucking podcast, like 20 fucking minutes of speeches. <laughs> Fuck. Of movies I don't ever want to see. I know. I don't give a shit. I don't want to see old that. ass movies. It's just, like, just old ass dude movies. Just, yeah, just old <laughs> white man movies. We just made people listen to. We're over here crying. I'll never give up my freedom. All three of us are crying. People are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, they pulled out Gladiator. Right, right. I had to listen to Gladiator's speech. <laughs> my vengeance in this life or the next. Fuck. <laughs> All right. See y'all later. See ya.